Good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, good evening, whatever time you're listening to. Welcome back to another episode of the Pokemon Adventures podcast. I am your host, Sergio, and with me as always, and once again, is my good buddy, Chas. Hello, hello. We are back with episode 19, chapter 19. This one is called Blame It on Eevee, or Versus Eevee. So, once again, guys, we bring to you a new chapter. We're in Volume 2. We're going through Red's adventure as he goes through the Kanto region. And now, we find ourselves in a chapter with that is centered around Eevee. And before we get to it, I have a few things I want to say about Eevee. But what are your thoughts on Eevee, Chas? Best Pokemon, hands down, if it weren't so damn weak. Okay. That, and if you were allowed to change the forms. Uh, Eevee's form? Or yeah. his evolutions? The, like, if you were able to change between the evolutions. That's true. Depending on the rock you're holding. Okay. So, as everybody knows, Eevee is probably an all-time favorite. A classic, you could say. You could literally choose so many different evolutions, as everybody calls them. And you can... Choose different types of forms, dark type, psychic type, a fairy type, a fire type, so on and so forth. So one of the new things that I want to talk about this episode, everyone always likes to predict whenever a new game or new generation comes around the corner. Here's the question that everybody asks. Are we going to get a new evolution? Generation 6 is famous for bringing us Sylveon, the fairy type. They obviously took advantage of bringing Sylveon into the picture while also introducing the new typing. Now, with Scarlet and Violet also coming to us sometime this year in the year 2022, the usual question has surfaced. Are we going to get a new evolution, this new game or this new generation? As we mentioned last episode, we have the new form, the new gimmick called terrestrializing. And we saw in the trailer that Eevee himself, when he terrestrializes, he changes typing. This is without evolving Eevee. Eevee, what is it? He gets like a flower or something on his head? Mm, yeah, well, one of them was a flower. The other one was the was the drip hat. Okay, which <laughs> was like it was basically like a little water fountain. And then the normal version of it, it was a diamond. Okay, I don't fully remember what the trailer show, but this is my opinion, and this is kind of one of my own hopes for whether it's this game or somewhere in the future. And something I'm actually surprised hasn't happened already. Everybody usually hopes for a new evolution. And I get it. Eevee is famous for that. And one of the things that everybody usually says is, why haven't we gotten a dragon type evolution? Why haven't we gotten a poison, a steel type, a bug type evolution, which I'll admit, up to a certain point, I was also asking myself those same questions. But now, 
this far into the future with Generation 9 coming out, honestly, I don't want a new evolution. On the contrary, I would love to get a new Pokemon that has Eevee's gimmick or a similar gimmick. And instead of giving Eevee new evolutions, give this new Pokemon all the typing evolutions that Eevee never got. And this Pokemon could serve as Eevee's rival or Eevee's, you know, the being in the same level as Eevee. Where now you could, you could have the choice. Who do you want? Eevee, who evolves into Flareon, Jolteon, Vaporeon, or you could have the new Pokemon that evolves into a bug type evolution, a steel type evolution, or a ground type evolution to kind of counter Eevee, Eevee's evolution. That's mm-hmm. my hope. I mean, why not? Eevee is a Generation 1 Pokemon, a Pokemon that debuted in the 90s. It'd be really cool to bring a new Pokemon into the picture that has a similar gimmick, that has branched evolutions and could actually evolve into the typings that Eevee never got. And to make this Pokemon stand out more, one of the, one of the options that a player could have, a trainer could have, Right off the bat, he could evolve into a dragon type, which I know everyone would love to have a dragon type evolution. So why not bring a new Pokemon? I would even be happy to give Eevee a variant type. Like, oh, the Paldean version of Eevee. A Paldean variant that has the same gimmick as Eevee. That's what I would like to see. What do you think, Chaz? Mm. I could see it happening if it were like a like a regional form, and his regional form is able to to change into different types. Honestly, it would have been it would have been good if a regional form came out in the is it Sword and Shield? Yeah, Sword and Shield version. Yeah, where you you ba- from what I've seen is like you you basically have like a sort of more industrialized uh, region. Where you have basically you see more metal work, like metals and stones and stuff like that, is like it probably would have been good a good way to bring in the the different regional forms. One that has to do with more urban type settings, like because like a lot of a lot of Eevee's Eevee's forms, they mostly have to do with nature, right? It's like what about another one? That's more like that's more urban, like that's more city, like a, a city version of of Eevee. Like you know how what's his face, uh, Meowth. Mm-hmm. You know how it has its its different uh, regional form. Yes. Whereas one that's more towards the wild, and there was there was another one that was more akin to like like royalty or city life. It's like it would be it would be pretty cool if if it came out like that. And it's able to evolve into these different, there's like these different typings that Eevee normally can't. Like, for example, like steel. Yeah. You, it's like you have steel, you have flying, you have, um, what is it? The, the poison type, like you said, ground type. Rock type. Rock fighting type, type. Fighting type. It'd be pretty interesting because like, 
there's like the the EV that we have is just all nature mm-hmm. because you have fire, electric, water. I don't know how well dark. I guess grass, dark grass. Well, the dark ice. type kind of represents moonlight because he can only evolve at night. Oh, that's true. There's the psychic. There's psychic. I don't know where you get that out of nature, but I want to see. <laughs> Psychics are born from trees. You didn't know that, right? <laughs> right next, right next to the elf plants, right? <laughs> no, but it, I could see that like they could probably do something like that where it's a regional form, though. But it has to do with more with the more like industrial type typings. Yeah, I could see a variant. I would accept the variant, but I will admit that I know that my idea may not be so popular, especially. With people that love Eevee, people can get very, how do you say it, very stuck in the old ways. Some people are probably listening to me saying, like, how dare you? How dare you want to give a new Pokemon Eevee's gimmick? My question is, why not? Every generation literally gives us a new electric rodent Mm -hmm. since... Generation 2. We have the first one, of course, the original Pikachu. Pichu. Then we have Plusso and Minun. Pachirisu. Then we had Emolga. Then Generation 6 brought uh, Dedene. Generation 7, Togedemaru. And Generation 8 is... I forget who the Generation 8 (laughs) Rodin is. I, I forget, but you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Every generation we brought. And I'm not saying that we need a new kind of Eevee every generation. Of course not. No, we don't need that. But I think it's about time. It's nine generations later. Why not bring us a new Pokemon with Eevee Zimic? And like I said, I would even be happy to have a, a variant of Eevee, Paldean Eevee. And yeah. have Paldean Eevee... Get the dragon type, get the ground type, get the fighting type. It would be awesome. I don't see why not. So that's, true. that's just my own thing. I like new things. I'm not completely opposed to Pokemon introducing new things. And I get it. If you're a huge hardcore Eevee fan, you're probably like, no. You're crazy. Stop spouting nonsense. <laughs> but, but even then, it's like, it's not like it's technically the only, po- well, I mean, it is the only Pokemon that has like the bran- the branching evolutions and as many as it has, but it's not the only Pokemon that can have multiple typings. Oh, of course not. Like you have, what is it? What's his face? Arceus? Oh, yeah, because he... He's on a whole different level, though. He's his own thing. He's yeah, the god got... of Pokemon. But, if, yeah, I get what you mean. Yeah, because you got Arceus. You also got Genesect that's able to do the same thing. True. And I think Porygon is also able to do that. Not too sure. Porygon. Porygon, I think, has an ability or yeah. a move. I think he has a move called I, Conversion. Either has an ability or has, like, a, a held item that he can... Yeah. Like, an item that he can hold that's able to change his typings. Yeah. But I think... Everyone always knows or goes to or thinks of Eevee when it comes to having a Pokemon that can evolve into something completely different of a different typing. And it's not going to revert back to a normal type. 
Yeah, you get me. But I mean, I I guess that's a that's a good way to actually take advantage of the of the regional typings. Yeah, because now now we have different possibilities with the old Pokemon that we currently have, and so like, but it's like what, what's a what's a regional type? A regional, or, or, we or have, regional, uh, original Pokemon. We have um, we have Growlithe, who in the new Arceus game we also now have Hisuian Growlithe, who is a fire rock type. Yeah, and then so, we like, also have Raichu, Kanto Raichu is. Pure electric, a lonely Raichu is electric psychic. Yeah, so it's like it's things like that. It's like you can, it's like you can definitely like change it up. Yeah, because like, what's his face? The, uh, the Rattata, oh, Eradicate. Yeah. Because before it was a normal type, and then the, the what's this? The Galarian? Is the, it Galarian no, or Alolan? Alolan, right? Alolan is like he's a he's so, just a straight up dark type. Yes, and that's what's cool is that you can is like you can have different possibilities with the same Pokemon. Of course, that's what it's I'm like saying. It, do, it doesn't just have to be stuck to Eevee, but if but if the Pokemon company wants to keep it to Eevee only, then it should be a regional form of Eevee. That's what I'm saying, right? It'd be cool to get a new Eevee this generation coming around, especially with everybody always wanting Eevee to turn into a one of the new typings, any of the typings that he hasn't had yet. And mm-hmm. let's see. What are the typings that the current Eevee can't evolve into? He can't evolve into a poison type, steel type, ground type, rock type, dragon type, flying type, bug type. I think that's it. That's seven. But our listener knows if our listeners know what I'm talking about. Fighting type. Fighting type. There you go. And we see fan art everywhere. And sure, it'd be cool. But... Like I said, I'm not somebody that's opposed to getting new things. It'd be interesting to see an evolution where it's where it's a fighting type, but it becomes like a two legged fighter. Yeah. Oh, and here's another one I forgot. Eevee himself starts off as a normal type. Mm-hmm. It'd be cool if he gets a a natural evolution where he evolves into a normal type as well. That is true. So there's so much we can do, but I would love to see another Pokemon get that gimmick or at the very least get a variant, a regional variant of Eevee that can evolve into those typings. Yeah. I think I think I'm more inclined to having a, a regional type just because since Eevee itself already has like just so many different forms, it, it gets a little it gets a little complicated. Trying to actually evolve the Eevee into whatever you want it to. Because you want to try to evolve it. Like you want to try to evolve it into an Umbreon. It's like you you try to you have to try to avoid being too friendly with it. And all of a sudden it will just start evolving in the middle of the daytime. And becomes a Sylveon. Well. Ever thought modern video games should be more interesting? At the Gaming Blender, we take randomized genres, mechanics, and make a new game every episode. I've added permadeath. We have a survival game of a hardcore simulation, which could be House Flipper, and with the permadeath of XCOM. Then that all has to be an action adventure. Yes. Ooh, dear. Yes. And sometimes it doesn't quite work. And you you have a construction off over the course of the of the narrative. A construction off. The way, the way we can do this 
is that we ditch your idea entirely. Entirely. Check out the Gaming Blender on all your favourite podcast platforms now. I don't know too much on the current evolution process on the new games, but I know that with Umbreon, it strictly has to be at night. No, yeah. But, like, but you, I you, think you know how, like, but I, because, like, with Sylveon, and I have the friendship thing, SB. and that one is a lot. Espeon yeah. too? It's because uh, the problem that you're mentioning, I can see that happening between Espeon and Sylveon. Because oh, yeah. Sylveon, you have to maximize its friendship. Uh-huh. It's like, okay, imagine you maximize the friendship of your Eevee. It's daytime. How do you know it's not going to turn into an Espeon? Yeah. So... I can see that happening. So it's like, I, I'd be more inclined to having like a regional type. So at least like, this wouldn't be like, this wouldn't end up making it more, even more complicated later on, like down the line with, <laughs> with the extra evolutions. At least it'd be contained to, it was like, oh, you know what? It's a regional type. Now you can do a daytime, but with this specific Pokemon, it'll become a flying type now. Exactly. Exactly. And yeah, if we get a new variant of Eevee, Dragon items exist. Imagine you give the new EV variant a dragon claw. Yeah. And then one of the things that EV still doesn't have, the current EV, despite all of its evolution methods, we still don't have a trade evolution method to evolve an EV. Now, I know that most people probably hate trade evolutions because you need... You need to have a friend. You need friends, guys. God forbid you make a friend. <laughs> Come on, guys. <laughs> As I bring bring up that uh, IRL friendship meters, please. I think it's so funny to think about the fact that there's probably some people out there that would find it easier to buy to buy a whole extra Nintendo Switch than to find a friend. <laughs> It's like they would they would buy a whole extra switch and a whole nother game just to trade with yourself. But to be fair, I kind of get it. It's not even a matter of making a friend. It's a matter of making a friend that likes Pokemon and already has a Nintendo Switch. Man, there's like what nine million copies or something sold around the world. And yet it's incredible to find somebody that likes the same thing that you like. And not only that, but likes it to the extent of having a $200, $300 console plus buying a $70 game all to trade with you. True. But I mean, I guess I, that's where that's where Discord comes in. Discord. Like stuff like Discord servers and like messaging boards and whatnot. The internet in general. The internet in general. Yeah. So, of course, good thing of the, the era that we yeah. live in makes it a little bit easier. Because imagine back then. Back then, not only did you need a friend, you needed a friend with a Game Boy, with a link cable. Yeah, you needed a link cable. Batteries. Uh-huh. God forbid you were trading a Pokemon and somebody's Game Boy turned off. Yeesh. <laughs> Imagine that. But anyways, guys, that's enough a bit of our Eevee rant. But if, it, if it's of any consolation, our chapter today revolves around Eevee. Today we are starting on chapter 19, Blame It on Eevee. Mm-hmm. Last chapter, we saw that Red and Blue's Pokemon switched up. Blue's Pokemon ended up being a little bit warmer, including the newly attained Porygon with Blue. And then 
red Pokemon seem to be a little bit more serious, more determined to train and become stronger. From the last thing that we heard was Red was cycling on his bike down the cycling road. He tries to avoid hitting a Tangela and he ends up falling, crashing. He hurts himself. He ends up in front of a line of people where the Tangela runs and hides. And now officially we start chapter 19. So Red is after this Tangela. It says, would it kill him to look where he was going? And then some of the people that were there already in front of this house, they stop Red and they grab him. He's like, halt, not a step closer. You, Lady Erica, is in there. And Red is like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Red, of course, absolutely no manners. All type of politeness out the window. He's like, I don't care if it's a princess. I demand an apology. Go ahead, Chaz. There you have it, guys. Equal rights, equal fights. <laughs> <laughs> and out comes out a girl. So he's like, oh, we were indeed at fault. He's like, apologize to this young man. And you see all the whole row of Sims saying, yes, my lady. <laughs> they all kneel down and basically pay respect mm -hmm. and say sorry to Red. Yep. But this is like, this is like and then they still have the audacity to to grab Red's head and say it's like bow when you're it's like when you're apologized <laughs> to by the daughter of the richest family and gym leader of Celadon City boy. <laughs> so and just immediately grabs his hand and just tries to push it down. Yeah, force him to bow down to Erica. So to our listeners, for those that haven't read the manga, we finally get the debut of Celadon City's gym leader, the mm -hmm. grass type gym leader, Erica. As we all know, in the anime and in the games, she usually has a gloom or a vowel plume. And now we have we have her manga debut. And it seems that she is highly respected, possibly even worshipped, <laughs> considering that all these people, this group of men specifically, are all bowing down to her. And they say they do exactly as she says. And also... They expect Red to do the same. Mm -hmm. So Red wants an apology for the Tangela they got in front of him. Almost made him, oh, basically made him fall off his bike. Now he's talking, he's face to face with Erica. Erica tells Red, I trust you're uninjured. Angela, my Tangela, was only being mischievous. Mm, and then, names. Yeah, and now... <laughs> Red has forgotten about the whole situation. All he heard now was that Erica is a gym leader. And he tells her, you know what? Forget about all that. You're a gym leader. He immediately shows Erica his two gym badges, the Cascade and the Boulder badge. Erica looks at him like, oh, you're trying to challenge me to a Pokemon battle. I earned these two badges by fighting the gym leaders of Pewter and Cerulean City. Well, this is Red talking. If you're a gym leader, then I call, then I challenge you for that badge too, right? And immediately her little cult, her little, her little band of followers. Also known as a Pokemon fan club, guys. There you go. <laughs> they immediately go after Red. Mm -hmm. And they're like, how dare you challenge Lady Erica? Erica is weary from our journey. So, obviously, Erica... No, they don't say Erica. They say Our Lady. 
Our Lady, Our Lady <laughs> is weary from her journey. <laughs> and it's like you just have these two full-grown men tackling a boy because they are simping for another little girl. I wonder how old she is, though. She's probably a little older than She Brad. is not old enough for whatever these old men are. <laughs> <laughs> probably. I can tell you that. It's like, I know for a fact she is like under 17. And then, listen to this. Erica tells everybody, loudly for Red to hear, I will not sully myself battling opponents of no ability. So now, she tells Red. So basically, she wants Red to do a test. Mm-hmm. Kind of testing to see where his skill as a trainer is. And she tells Red, To prove yourself a foe worthy of me, you must first capture a Pokemon of my choosing. Succeed, and I will battle you. Now, as she's saying this, guys, a quick description of the panel. We see a silhouette of Eevee. Mm-hmm. So she hasn't told Red what the Pokemon is, but they're showing us to us as the readers. And Red immediately agrees. He tells her, you got it, lady. You say the word. Which Pokemon is it? And then we see kind of a zoom back. We get a different panel. We see mountains. We see a forest. We see the city in the far distance. And we see the bubble that says Eevee. So now we get a bit of a location change. And Red is at a Pokemon Center. At Route 17. Route 17, yes. And then this is where I believe Red is. Red is actually on a phone call. Kind of a FaceTime call through a computer. Red is talking with, if everybody remembers, Bill. Good old Bill is back in this chapter. Bill? (laughs) It's a Bill. (laughs) Ah, yes. So Red is kind of going back and forth with Bill. He's like... I don't know anything about this ZV. He's like, I've all of the Pokemon. And then, so I guess Erica gave Red a bit of a deadline, of a timeline. He's like, Red tells Bill, today's the deadline. I don't even know what this Pokemon looks like. He's like, what am I gonna do? Red is freaking out. So he tells Bill, Bill! Bill's smiling, he's looking happy. <laughs> I'm gonna try to read this. This is what Bill says. <laughs> Ain't seen you in a growlet's age, neighbor. What's doing? <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> Go ahead, Charles. Take over. All right. And Red is just like, oh, thank you, thank you, thank you for coming. And Bill's just like, ah, heck. It's just a hop and escape on a pharaoh's back. But what's a chore got you, boy? <laughs> it's like, this here Eevee crit is like... One rare chew. One rare oh ho. Oh ho. <laughs> it's like one rare oh ho. It's like there's a little thing. It's like oh so that's an Eevee. It's like Red says because he's never seen an Eevee before. Correct. And Bill says like yep. Sad to say all I know is what it looks like but that'll help some. It's like we just got to send this picture to all the researchers I know and there's bound to be bound to be one who'll say Why? I just seen that little fella at such a such place, <laughs> and we see we see a panel, a little montage of different professors. It's just like, nope, on the computer. I've never seen it. I don't know what it is. Nuh-uh. Nope. Go find it yourself. I mean, such a lazy bum. Basically, nobody knows about this CV. This is nope. seriously going to way back in days where it's just like, man, where can we find an EV? And it's funny because this is a callback 
to the games. If everybody remembers back in generation one, you could never find an Eevee in the wild. And it's funny because it's actually in Celeron City that some guy hidden in some building gives you an Eevee. So here, Red is freaking out. Red and Bill now, they're over here looking for an Eevee. Like, man, where is this Eevee? In the game, doesn't doesn't ask for a trade in that one? No, it's actually one of the Pokemon that they give to you. Just gives you? I don't know if it's one of those Pokemon that you have to have caught a certain amount. Because... If you remember, even they, they even included this in oh, Fire Red. Like, show me how much you got in your Pokédex. Exactly. Kind of yeah. Oh, if that. you've got 50 Pokemon, I'm going to give you this. Yeah. I might be wrong, but that's how I think it is. One of the guys in one of the Celeron City buildings ends up giving Eevee to you. So, going back to the story, we get a panel here that shows Erica holding a bow and arrow. Well, a bow. And it says here that she's at a place called Celeron City archery range so wait hold on let me the, does it does in your version does it show the actual bow and arrow it just sh- it just shows the bow oh okay that's weird then why because she's just drawing an empty bow no look at the bottom panel she shot the bow no i know that but like why is she drawing it again you get what i'm saying oh you're right because just like because like in archery rules you can't be drawing an empty bow because it damages the bow Ah. So for her to be like skilled, I guess you could say, there's like I don't know why she's drawing back an empty bow. I think I feel like this is a sensor. You think so? Yeah, because like if you look at the if you look at the bow, the where where she has her left hand on, it looks like there's supposed to be a shadow there with like something that was that was supposed to be there. That's true. We'll have like, to look into that. Because other other than that, it just looks like she's drawing an empty bow. And then she lets go of it, and of course you see an arrow, but a very but a blunt arrow <laughs> <laughs> that's not supposed to go through a target. But well, it's for my attention. Uh, hey, could be. We'll we'll look it up and we'll update you guys as we go along. So we see Erica here. She just shot out an arrow, and then Erica's talking to some of the, I guess, is there a servant? Probably servant, one of her yeah. servants. Or any of, of these people that work for her. And she says, the Eevee is one of our project's primary objectives. If your plan is exposed through that child, one of the servants tells her, my lady. And then immediately, Erica throws out a vowel plume. She's like, attack. And she sends out, a, it looks like a, I don't know if it's a petal dance or a razor leaf. I think and, it's razor leaf. Razor leaf, yes. And it looks like, there was a drowsy there. A drowsy appeared out of nowhere. The vile plume knocks the drowsy out. The servant is kind of like uh, scared, looking shocked. Yeah. So the reason the reason the late the lady screams like, "Oh, my lady!" because she thought that uh, the Erica was actually going to attack her. Because yes. you see in the panel, it it shows that it's uh, the the servant in the range within the range of the razor leaf attack. But it was actually because oh there was a drowsy right there that was that was hiding it was camouflaged that yes and actually it was the servant the attendant that was telling Erica is like hey was it wise to entrust this kid you know yeah. referring to Red about finding Evie so obviously this is the task that Erica gave to Red it's not just a simple matter of oh go find it no they they have other intentions for the Evie. Mm-hmm. 
Erica's Valplum knocks out the drowsy and she tells her attendants like, hey, you were followed. You need to be basically more careful. And she, Erica thinks to herself, we must have that Evie as soon as possible. So there's something going on with a specific Evie, obviously. I wonder what would have happened if Res showed up with just a regular wild Evie. Because we're going to quickly find out that there's a specific Evie in mind. Mm-hmm. Going back to Red and Bill, they're still looking for the Evie. And Bill says, well, this here's the place. And Red's like, in the city, I don't get it. And this is what Bill responds to Red. But since we're here, we might as well look around. Looks like a little more info is trickling down the Cyber Creek here. Once again, show a silhouette of an Evie, a blowing out fire and bill says here's a feller he says he saw an evie so basically there's been some evie sp- spotting around and oh this part's funny yes <laughs> it's like it says like he's a feller and this like, guy says he saw an evie breathe far <laughs> it's like oh how far did it breathe and it's like not not far far <laughs> And then, and then oh. he, he goes on his experience like, you know, crack, crack, go sizzle, sizzle. And then Red's just like, fire? There's and, obviously a bit of a language barrier here. Yeah. So Bill, it's like, Bill pays no mind. Obviously, he pull, he pull, ends up pulling out this uh this little doohickey. Doodad. His doodad. <laughs> it's like, this your doodad detects Pokemon energies. And it's like, and sure enough, bet you we can follow his trail of flame right to it. And he's looking at it. It's like he sees that the thing is uh is wigging out. And says like, "Oh, there's a powerful Pokemon nearby." But we see it looks like an Eevee, but for some reason it's making a crackling noises, like if it were almost electric. Now we have to kind of describe this correctly as we go along. Bill takes out a bit of a device. It looks like a miniature satellite. And one of the last things that he says is. When he tells Red was that he heard that there was an Eevee around breathing fire. Because it says, bet we can follow the trail fling right to it. So, he tells Red, better have a water Pokemon ready. And in the bottom panel, after Bill shows the little satellite, he, like Chad says, the satellite picked up that there's a powerful Pokemon nearby. So, for to the common eye, we immediately recognize that there's a Jolteon here. But since Bill told Red to have a water Pokemon ready, Red immediately takes out a Krabby. So he whips it out. And then in the, the bottom of the panel, now we see an Eevee, a chubby little fluffy, adorable Eevee just jumping around, kind of like a rabbit. And Red is like, he doesn't know where to look at. He's like, hey, Bill's looking in a completely different direction. So Red does what he was told. He takes out the Krabby. And then Red and Bill's like, there it goes, there it goes. And then uh, Bill's like, don't be silly. I'm not, I'm not reading any flamethrowers. So they're confused because they don't know much about Eevee. Somebody told them that he's breathing fire. They assume it's a fire type. One of the panels showed us a Jolteon. The following panel shows us an Eevee. Red is freaking out. What is going on here? Eevee, go. And then in the following page, I well, no, Krabby go. Red takes out his <laughs> Krabby. And then in the following page, as soon as Red 
takes out his Krabby, we see a Jolteon zap the Krabby out of his misery. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then Red's like, Krabby! Krabby's knocked out. We get the little X marks. Now, Red and Bill concern concerned. It's crazy because if you pay attention to that panel, we now see an Eevee, but parts of him still look like a Jolteon. So, Red... Red knows his Pokemon typings. He's like, okay, so this is an electric type Pokemon. I'm going to take out a Diglett. And we see him holding a Pokeball, a see-through Pokeball with a very angry little Diglett. <laughs> Go ahead, Charles. Next page. All right. So he says, Go, Diglett. And Diglett comes out. Obviously, it's on the floor. So it's just dragging us up. And he says, it's like, Diglett, use Dig. But something's like... a. Another device switches, and you just see a little water signal, like a little, like a little water insignia. And as the as the Diglets are uh, going on the ground trying to get the the the, the Jolteon, supposedly, it jumps up again, and you see a Vaporeon. Now it's a sudden. Vaporeon. Yeah. Yep. Now it's a Vaporeon. So the Diglet jumps out, pops out, expecting it to be a Jolteon, and the the Vaporeon uh, throws out a water attack and just immediately knocks out the Diglett because obviously it's a, it's a typing disadvantage. Exactly. Yep, and it's like Red's just like, oh, Diglett, it's like, what's going on here? It's like, something's got to work. He, next thing you know, he takes out his Ivysaur, but as soon as he takes out the Ivysaur, the the Vaporeon switches up and in turn becomes a, a Flareon. And Bill is like, obviously very confused. He's like, like, what the heck is happening? And now the Flareon is throwing out a fire attack and just burning the poor Ivysaur. Poor Ivysaur and yeah. <laughs> Red and Bill are just running away. And they're like, fire, now what's next? And then this is when Bill tells Red, Red, I figured it out. He kind of goes into a bit of an explanation. He's like, I thunk. <laughs> I thunk wrong both times because he's this critter is a is a fire is a fire water and electro Pokemon all at the same time. So we have to make a pause here, make emphasis of what's going on here. This is a crazy phenomenon we've never seen in the anime, and we've definitely never seen in the games. Everybody knows how Eevee works. He can only turn into one of his evolutions. Here in Generation 1, it's either Jolteon, Flareon, or Vaporeon. You need one of the elemental stones, and that's it. There's no switch. There's no de-evolution back to Eevee. End of story. But in this specific storyline, this is a special Eevee. Somehow, this Eevee, we're going to find out later on exactly how, but so far from what we are, this Eevee can turn itself into any kind of the evolutions and actually go back to being an Eevee. So when he needs to transform into a Jolteon, he evolves into a Jolteon and he goes back to Eevee. If he needs to evolve into a Flareon, he evolves into it and then goes back to Eevee and so on and so forth. And that's the explanation that Bill is giving to Red. This is the reason that Whenever when you took out Ivysaur, it got burned up by a Flareon. When you took out Diglett, it got watered up by a Vaporeon. And the same thing happened to Krabby when the Eevee transformed into Jolteon. Mm-hmm. 
So it was like now it goes down and, and then Red notices like, oh, it was like, you know what? Somehow is able to do all of this, but how is it able to sense the the typing in order to take advantage of the, of the type disadvantage, right? And he says like, oh, it's sensing the Pokemon's type with its ears. So if we cover up the ears, then immediately Red goes after the the ears. ears. Yes, the with, ears. With, yeah, after the ears with the Ivysaur and uses the leaves. So it throws out a whole bunch of leaves and it manages to cover up the Eevee's ears. So now the Eevee can't figure out what to do. And he has, he has a Ivysaur shoot solar beam at the Eevee. Freaking point blank shot too. Yeah, we get the panel here showing Ivysaur throwing a full form solar beam straight mm-hmm. at the Eevee. Eevee gets shot down. Mm-hmm. Knocked out and now Red and Bill are like, whoo, we got him. We see a knocked out Eevee, and this is when Red notices something peculiar. He's like, wait, what the? Something's not right. Take a look. We go to the next page, and we see that this poor Eevee has a chip on his left ear. And Bill says, this critter wasn't born with those powers. Somebody turbocharged him with his gadget, and Red is fuming. As everybody knows, that's not how Eevee works. Somebody has obviously experimented on this poor Eevee. Basically put that chip on his ear to trigger these evolutions. And now, Red is immediately blaming Erica, Which, of course, she's the one that sent him to find this Eevee. And Red says, I'm going to find that lady who sent me after this Pokemon because something tells me she knows more than she's letting on. And immediately Red and Bill run back to the Celadon City Gym. Now we're at the last page of chapter 19, transitioning to chapter 20. And Red is holding the poor Eevee who looks like he's suffering. He looks very sad in the panel that we have here. He barges into the gym. He says, where are you? Come out, you so-called lady. And... That's the end of chapter 20. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out what happens to this poor Eevee. Because it looks like somebody has been obviously messing, experimenting on this poor thing. What are your thoughts, Jess? This is everything I've ever wanted in Eevee. Hey, you sick bastard. Heck yeah. <laughs> I'll happily experiment on Eevee in order for me to do that. This shows what happens when you use cheat codes. There you go. <laughs> So yeah, this poor Eevee, as far as we're going to go today, this Eevee has a chip on his ear and is constantly triggering between his three evolutions, Jolteon, Flareon, and Vaporeon. We're going to find out next week. Don't miss out. We're going to continue moving forward with this poor Eevee storyline and what does erica have to do with all this and obviously she teased it as we saw as the chapter earlier when she mentioned that they sent red to look for this eevee for a reason so she knows something's up mm-hmm. we're gonna find out next week the chapter name for ne- for chapter 20 is called meanwhile vile plume versus vile plume so you, you don't want to miss out if you want to find out what's going on with this eevee Tune in with us next week for the Pokemon Adventures podcast. Or, of course, if you have the manga with you, go ahead. Read on. Let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you guys think. You guys already know. You guys can find us on Instagram. 
as the Pokemon Adventure Story. And share this podcast, guys. Share it with anybody that enjoys Pokemon. I'm asking once again, if you guys are enjoying this podcast, please leave us a review. Give us a review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Give us a good share. Give us a shout out. We're going to continue finding out what's going on with the Sport Eevee. We're going to continue moving forward with Red's Adventures. And next week is Chapter 20. And you don't want to miss out. Once again, my name is Sergio. I have with me my good buddy Chas. And until next week. Thank you.